Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's drive time now. Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk is brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend as we join you from Baltimore, Maryland, Oriole Park at Camden Yards as the Indians have just begun this road trip that takes them into the All-Star break. They'll play here in Baltimore this weekend, Kansas City Tuesday through Thursday, and then next weekend down in Cincinnati, and then they return home for the All-Star break and all the All-Star activities in Cleveland this year that will actually have begun before the Indians even return home. So we'll hear more about that from Austin Contrulis from the Cleveland Indians in a little while on our show today. We'll also hear from Bob DiBiasio on another great event that's part of All-Star Week. The big news of this week involved Indians veteran first baseman Carlos Santana, who was selected to the American League All-Star team as the starting first baseman. What a year it's been for Santana, hitting 290, heading into play on Friday night. 18 home runs, 48 runs driven in. And he heard the news while the team was on its way to Baltimore. They were all on the team plane and uh, trying to get the news any way they could. And we had a chance to catch up with Carlos in the lobby of the team hotel after arriving while that emotion was still uh, pretty strong for Carlos Santana upon hearing the news. And uh, here's how things went. Obviously, an emotional time for Carlos Santana. I mean... Excited and I'm crying in the flight, so I mean, he's like, I kind of work what I say, you know, I'm so happy for that, especially like he's in Cleveland and, and my fans, they support me, my teammate, my office, so I mean, he's, I'm feel great, so I mean, I cannot believe yet. If you're on the flight with your teammates, what was that like being around them? Because that, that doesn't always happen. I mean, and my uh, all of my teammates, they 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 told me con, con, congratulations and, and they so happy for me, you know. 
this is what I'm waiting for a long time. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to cry. It's a, I'm cry. It's a little bit of emotion. So, I mean, I'm going to go and enjoy me and my family. So I'm so happy. The way the season's been going, when did you think you, you might have a chance to make the All-Star team based on how you've been playing? Uh, the first week in June, in June, I, I got talked to with my AJ, and he told me, and, and I have very good number for for making with the All Stars. So he told me like keep going, um, no worry about that, but maybe and I had the chance. So and I'm thinking about that, and, and I'm playing, you know, and I'm playing hard for that. Having a year away like you did and coming back, I mean, does that make it that much sweeter for you? To... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's this year he's like, you know, blessing for me. Uh, and I'm telling God every day, forgive me opportunity and for this year, you know, like come back to to Cleveland and taking the residence, uh, uh, resident and, and looking now. So he's like great year for me, uh, you know, and I'm, you know, and I, I had to keep it going, you know, keep it going, help to my team, and, and, and the other time, like, try to have fun for that. What are you looking forward to more, the home run derby or the game itself? <laughs> both, both, you know, he's, he's like, experience for me, uh, like, my first home run derby and the league and my first All-Star game, so... I mean, he's great. He's great. I'm so happy for that. And, and, and you know, like, I cannot say that. I, can, I don't want to talk to you because I'm an emotional guy. Special thanks there to Bart Swain, the Indians, uh, longtime PR director. And I did some great work tracking down Carlos in the lobby. And I thought it would be great to catch him uh, in the excitement of the moment for him. And Indians manager Terry Francona, he talked about that exciting flight to Baltimore for the Indians, not only for Santana, but his teammates too. I've been so fortunate to be around so many cool things in this game. I don't remember that. The funny part was right when they were getting to the first baseman, I don't know about how it was, my TV went out. So, you know, we were excited. I mean, we had told the flight attendants to announce to the players, hey, make sure you watch this. And we wanted to see everybody's reaction. And then the TVs went out. So, so I put my headphones on and listened to some music, and I guess somebody got it on the Internet or something because I heard they were kind of going crazy back there. And that, that's pretty neat. For it to be in Cleveland, for Carlos to make his first one, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of happy people, and I'm right at the top of the list. For where he is today, so when you first met him in your first season here, how much of a difference is there? He has grown in so many ways, off the field, on the field, as a person. I mean, I know I talk a lot about having a lot of favorites because I do. He's one of them. I mean, it's just hard not to like him. you got to set out to try not to, and that doesn't make any sense to anybody. I mean, he's just a likable kid. So a real nice night, Thursday night for Carlos Santana, and a big week for Bobby Bradley. We go from the veteran Santana to the rookie Bradley, who made his major league debut on Sunday, and it certainly was impressive for Bradley. Now the 0-1. Swung on, hit high in the air to deep left. Stewart is going back towards the corner, on the track, didn't make the catch. Ball hits the track, jumps into the seats, ground rule double. 
The Major League debut of Bobby Bradley is an RBI double down the left field line to tie the game at one. And he gets his first standing ovation at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. How about that? He's got his mom, he's got his siblings, he's got other family and friends here today up from Mississippi. And in his first major league at bat, a towering double down the left field line that goes as a ground rule double and an RBI. And uh, Bradley getting that call after hitting 24 home runs at AAA Columbus. And uh, we caught up with Bobby Bradley on Monday, and he talked about trying to keep the nerves in check in his first game in the major leagues. Uh, yeah, I was excited all the way to that first at bat, and that's where the nerves hit me. And I was like, wow, wait, this is really happening. And, uh, I mean, I had to just slow down and take a deep breath and just take my time getting in the box. And as the game went along, I know you had another good plate appearance with a line drive and, and things like that. Uh, when the day was done, more mentally exhausted than physically? Uh, absolutely. I was just thinking about everything in my head and, I mean, just a million different things running through my mind. And then once it was all over, it was like, whew, big sigh of relief. And then I was like, okay, well, now I'm tired. Sometimes you, you can't plan for your family to be here, but you had a lot of important people here for you. And um, what was that like to have them here and, and afterwards when you saw them? I mean, it was an amazing experience. I mean, I'm just glad that they were able to come up and see uh, my debut and uh, hopefully they get to catch many more games. And I mean, after, uh, as soon as I saw them, they just started screaming, giving me hugs and uh, just uh, the same stuff as the kid. I mean, just happy. Anything surprise you about yesterday? Uh, first pitch curveball. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I was swinging out of my shoes for a fastball and ended up being a curveball. And I think that allowed me to calm my nerves a little bit at the same time. You might see a few more of those. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bobby, thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So a nice start to the major league career for Bobby Bradley, and he'll get a good long look here to see if he can keep his head above water and then some at the major league level here with the Indians. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Jason Kipnis and Indians reliever Tyler Clippert. That's next as Tribe Talk continues on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, game changers. Makes me think of Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Finally, a simple, efficient way to quote home insurance. Let's go to Colin, who will now try to say something. Okay, first of all, are you kidding? Never in my life. Okay, when you see stuff like this, look, I'm not the only one who thinks this, although everybody says I am. Well said, Colin. Well said. Get right to the point with Home Quote Explorer. It's a game changer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Oriole Park at Camden Yards in downtown Baltimore. Indians here for the weekend taking on the Orioles. Earlier this week on the homestand, a wild night on Monday night as the Indians were taking on the Kansas City Royals in a game that featured a two-hour and 23-minute rain delay. It went to extra innings tied at two when Jason Kipnis stepped in to end it. He fires. Kipnis with a drive to deep right. There she goes. Ball game. Jason Kipnis with a walk-off home run to right. The Indians have their fifth walk-off win. 
their third via the home run. And once again, Jason Kipnis delivers late in a ball game. He's getting drenched. Now he's getting pummeled, and he's loving every minute of it at home plate. We caught up with Jason Kipnis the next day and talked about getting the big hit after a long night of baseball. Last night was a, a just a breath of relief there after a long rain delay and a long day, just kind of finally that it's over. But um, I, I said it last night that it's, A, getting a hit never gets old, hitting a home run never gets old. Um, and when you combine them to be a walk-off, it's really one of the better rushes of the game. And um, it's a different crowd noise. You got fireworks going, and you got the whole team running out to see you at home plate. I mean, it's just... You're trying to contain a big smile, even though you don't have to at that point, but you're just, you're, it's little glimpses into why we still play the game and um, the kid in you is just jumping for joy on the inside when it happens. You mentioned that, and, and I'm sure, I don't know if it was wiffle ball or wherever you played from the very beginning, that maybe that's something you, you practice thought about, and does it ever live up to that when, when it actually happens in a situation like last Absolutely. night? Absolutely, I mean, like you, when you're a little kid, those are the things you dream of. You're always in your backyard where it's bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs, or something like that. And um, that's what you want to picture you're doing because that seems to be the most uh, just unique thing that you could find about the game is that walk-off home run feeling. Um, and then to grow up and play the game and have it happen, you're just like, wow, this is kind of a fun ride you're going on. And um, I, I try not to take it for granted, um, but it, it's special every time it happens. And you're swinging it really well at the plate. What's happening here the last 10 days that's different from earlier in the season? We just have a lot of things going well for me. Um, a, lot of, a lot of confidence at the plate. Um, we're, we're swinging at the right pitches, and we're uh, real aggressive through the zone. Um, direction's taken out of it. We're not trying to pull. We're not doing anything. I think a lot of things line up for me. Um, we're just having better at-bats. I think uh, when I get things in line for me where they're working to where I want it to be, the bat's going where I want it to go. Um, it's not lagging behind or anything like that. The hand, um, you start getting the results and that's why it's frustrating to me when it doesn't happen because I was like, you can have this type of success. <laughs> why are you getting away from it? Why doesn't it happen all the time? But this game's hard. So right now you just ride the high and um, keep that good feeling going as long as you can. Is the Gatorade all out of out of your uniform, your hair, all that? I, I sure hope so. Um, it's still a hot one today, so if it's not, I can always just bend down and get get a little sip. But uh, you know what? That's never, like I said, that's never a complaint when that's what's your problems. Jason, thanks for coming by. You got it. That's Indian second baseman Jason Kipnis, who really has had a, a good stretch here and has been a big key to the Indian success in the month of June. Another part of that success for the Tribe really all season long has been the work of the Indians' bullpen, which for much of the season has had the lowest bullpen ERA of any team in baseball. Part of that, Tyler Clippard, veteran, 34 years of age. He's been part of a lot of good bullpens, good and bad. And uh, when we caught up with him earlier this week, he talked about what has made this group, the Indians' bullpen this season, one of the tops in baseball. Well, you're in a division race. And you, and, you, and you feel momentum, everyone feels it on the team. And, and therefore, everyone plays well. And, and I think we've kind of had that, especially in our bullpen all year long since I've been here. Um, everyone's pitched really well. So it's just a perpetual thing that, that when, when you see everyone doing well, you feel like you have to do well as also. And so um, that's kind of what it's been. It's just everyone's done their job. Everyone's um, pitched very 
unselfishly, I guess, and, and we've picked each other up really nicely. Um, you know, we've had some good defense behind us, and it's just been, it's been fun to be a part of this group. Tyler Clipper joining us, part of that outstanding Indians pen, and, and for you a late start on your season, and I'm sure maybe some uncertainty heading into the season because of that for the, the first time in your career. But it seems like everything has settled in nicely, about as good as you could have expected? For sure, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a testament to, to the Indians and how they handled my situation in particularly, um, you know, because there was some uncertainty coming into spring camp, spring training on a minor league deal, and then, you know, having the injury that I had in spring training, which was kind of fluky and weird, and I had never been hurt before, And but they were very forward in, in communicating with me that they wanted me here and that I was going to be a, a part of this group. and. So that really kind of took the pressure off of, you know, in, in some ways. I knew I needed to come out and show them that, that I still am who I am. And, uh, and if I did that, uh, then everything was going to fall into place, and it did. So it was really nice. They, they were uh, very professional about it. So, so it helped me just uh, stick to the process, not rush my rehab, and uh, get back to the point where I'm at now. I know you had mentioned maybe as a concession to where you are in your career, you had to make some changes on how you go about it in terms of getting hitters out, and, and you made some adjustments. Now that you've had a chance to see how they work over a couple of months, so what are the reviews for you? I've been very pleased, um, and it was uh, you know coming off last year, probably the last two or three months, I started to implement some of these changes that, I, that I've implemented this year, and coming into spring, I even told Carl, I was like, hey man, I'm I'm doing some things a little bit differently than I than I've had in the past, and I did it a little bit last year, and it seemed to work. So I'm going to stick with it, and and he was all for it, man. And and there was a few bullpens early in spring training that that he gave me uh, some some confidence to say, hey, man, that stuff looks really nice. I really like what you're doing, and uh, and and it's just I've hit the ground running. And it's and it's really matched up with the the results that I've wanted. You know, looking back on last season, I felt like I pitched well, but. I had trouble keeping the ball in the ballpark. You know, I gave up 13 home runs, and as a reliever, that's a lot of home runs to be given up. And so that was one thing that I really pinpointed. I was like, man, you know, I pitched well, but if I can keep the ball in the ballpark a little bit, then I can get back to that elite level that I felt like I still still am capable of doing. Um, when I was pitching, you know, back in 09 through probably 2014, where uh, I had some I had some nice years, and I felt like I could still do that, but I had to make some adjustments. And so I've incorporated some some more two seamers and and some some things to, to get more ground balls and get me back into counts and and throwing inside to righties more and just just little stuff I mean it's not like I'm reinventing the wheel completely but the but the little tiny adjustments are what it's all about in this game that's well, great to see Tyler thanks a lot for coming by I appreciate it yeah thanks man always fun to catch up with Tyler Clipper good perspective from him and we thank him for stopping by when we come back we'll hear from Bob DiBiasio Indian senior vice president with a great event that will be part of All-Star Week in Cleveland that is right around the corner now. Stay tuned. More to come after this. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend from Baltimore and back home. Preparations continue for the All-Star Game and, and really All-Star Week. There is so much going on in association with the Major League All-Star Game coming to Cleveland Tuesday night, the 9th. And one of those events, a great event uh, for young and old alike, it's called the Return of Rocky Calavito, a night featuring the all-time great Cleveland Indians player. This will be at Key Bank State Theater 
on July the 5th. That's the Friday night before the All-Star Game at 7.30. And joining us now to fill us in on that great event is Bob DiBiasio, Indians Senior Vice President for Public Affairs. And Bobby D, I know you're looking forward to this one. You have a million things going on All-Star Week, but this is going to be a fun couple hours, isn't it? Absolutely. Hello, Rosie. Uh, thanks for uh, allowing us to promote uh, uh, the event with uh, uh, our generational hero uh, here in Cleveland, Rocky Calavito. A gentleman by the name of Mark Summer wrote a book called Cleveland's Iconic Slugger, Rocky Calavito, and wanted to do a little bit more uh, than just write the book. So he uh, has worked with Rocky to bring him back to town for the event that you mentioned on, on Friday and at the state key bank state theater, uh, there's limited VIP tickets still available at $125, which allows people to, uh, a close up dress circle seat, uh, a book signed by both, uh, Rocky and the author a chance to meet, uh, do a little meet and greet with Rocky. Um, I am honored that I have the opportunity to be on stage as uh, uh, the uh, moderator of the event. So Rocky and I sitting on stage telling stories and uh, really uh, anyone connected with Cleveland Indians baseball, you either heard it through your grandpa, your dad, your older brothers, or you lived it yourself, uh, the great Rocky Calavito. And you mentioned that, Bobby D, and uh, so many interesting eras of Cleveland Indians baseball, from, from the good to the bad, but uh, great players in different eras. What did he mean to that era of Indians baseball? Well, he was uh, Indians baseball when he, was, uh, uh, when he returned to Cleveland in the mid-'60s, uh, one of the goofiest, uh, uh, most I, I shouldn't say goofy. I said I should use the term interesting from a pure baseball perspective, Rosie. Uh, Trader Lane, Frank Lane, uh, does not uh, hold, uh, Rocky does not hold much dear uh, in his heart for Frank Lane, of course, for trading him away from the Cleveland Indians. But Frank Lane traded uh, for Harvey Keene. Uh, who was the American League batting champion for the Detroit Tigers, and he traded away the home run champion of the American League in Rocky Calavito. So interesting uh, baseball trade that uh, Harvey Keene was a terrific baseball player, but nobody held the hearts of Cleveland like Rocky Calavito in the late 50s. Um, and then when he came back, Gabe Paul, uh, was in charge of the franchise at that time and wanted to make sure that uh, people were interested and to, to sell tickets, he brought Rocky back. And uh, it was a smart move as uh, uh, he still um, is uh, in everyone's hearts uh, here in Cleveland. I vividly remember I was four or five years old and my mother is crying as the new baseball season's about to begin and I asked my two older brothers and my father, um, you know, why is mom crying? And the answer was because Rocky was traded. Um, I, I remember that as a kid. and I'm not the only one uh, who remembers that sad day in 1959. And 
you mentioned it. He he just he captured the hearts of Indians fans, especially that first time around. Um, you know, we see it today with, with Francisco Lindor. It's more than just what he does on the baseball field. People just love watching him play because of the way he plays. What was it about Rocky that that endeared him so much to the fans? I think it was his good looks. I think it was his stature, uh, the way he carried himself. He had a good-looking model-type uh, uh, look to him, a style. Uh, he could throw a ball from the warning track to home plate on a fly ball. Um, he had obviously the gift of power. Uh, he had that charisma um, that uh, it's just something within, a style within that just uh, made everybody fall in love with him. So you look at uh, the event coming up prior to the All-Star game, and it just seems to fit uh, in terms of, of everything that's going on. A lot of greats of the game coming back to town. Uh, sounds like it should be a good time. And I know I know he mentioned the VIP tickets and and uh, certainly a great way to go. But uh, some really affordable ones, too, it looks like, uh, under $40 to, to get in and, and just be a part of the, the regular program that starts at 730. Absolutely. Go to PlayhouseSquare.org to buy your tickets. Uh, we really are going to have some fun talking baseball and reliving uh, some of his great moments, obviously, the four home runs that he hit in one game in Baltimore. Um, you know, we, we are going to uh, just reminisce. And I don't know if there's anything better than the game of baseball to sit back and, and just tell stories and, and reminisce. I, I'm, we're hopeful that some of his uh, old teammates may uh, join us uh, for this effort. Um, that would be pretty remarkable if, if that happens um, just to add to the flavor of the day. The last time Rocky Rosie was in Cleveland, we celebrated his 80th birthday. That was back in 2013. And what a remarkable uh, emotional time that was uh, for Rocky as we all sang happy birthday to him. And just that was in August of uh, 2013. So, um, it's just going to be wonderful to, to uh, uh, get a chance uh, once again. Uh, he's a generational hero. Um, he's an absolute giant in our industry, especially here in Cleveland for all time. And we're looking forward to a really fun and interesting evening. That's the return of Rocky Colavito on Friday night, July the 5th, the Friday before the All-Star Game, one week from last night. If uh, you're listening to this on Saturday, a 7.30 start time for that performance uh, or production program, whatever you want to call it, but uh, a good time certainly to be had by all at the Key Bank State Theater in downtown Cleveland. Bobby D., thanks so much for coming by, and uh, enjoy the week. Well, we are all going to enjoy the week, Rosie. It's going to be special to have the international spotlight on Cleveland, Ohio. And many people in our front office have worked awfully hard the last two years to make sure that we represent our town uh, in a wonderful fashion. So we cannot uh, wait. It's going to be incredibly fun and uh, look forward to a fun night uh, uh, Friday, July uh, 5th with our friend uh, Rocky Calavito. Thanks, Rosie. Thanks, Bobby D. That's Indians Vice President Bob DiBiasio, Senior Vice President for Public Affairs. Stay tuned. We'll have more to come after this timeout. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff.
on your face. Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. We are joined now by Austin Contrulis, the Indians Manager of Communications and one of many, a cast of thousands, trying to make this year's All-Star Week of activities uh, just as fun as possible for baseball fans nationwide and, of course, the folks here in Northeast Ohio, too. So uh, it's getting close to being upon us. And, Austin, how you holding up, buddy, as, uh, as things get closer here? With less than a week to go now in this airs. Yeah, we are, and uh, it's just really exciting. I think, uh, you know, we've been planning this event for over 18 months now, uh, and to, you know, have it be that close is just really exciting to see everything kind of fall into line and the excitement build here around Cleveland. You see more and more uh, billboards going up and just a lot more awareness about the event, and I think uh, I think Cleveland's going to shine through it all. And certainly we've talked a lot in the weeks leading up to the All-Star Week of uh, – not only the game, not only the home run derby, but the myriad of other events that there are. Uh, Play Ball Park will be certainly an epicenter of fun for, for kids and adults alike. Um, we talked to you this uh, this week because there's some great events on Sunday before the All-Star Game, the 7th. And it starts with a, a run, one of the, the 5K runs that uh, you see so often. And uh, what's the color run all about and, and how can people get involved if they want to participate? Yeah, of course. So Sunday is just a really cool day in general. As you said, it starts with the color run. Uh, it starts at 8 in the morning on Sunday, July 7th. And uh, if you've never taken part in a color run, uh, it's, it's a run that is filled with fun. Uh, and you do not have to be a runner to really take part. And I think that's the really great thing about it. Really what happens is uh, you run through a couple different checkpoints, and at each checkpoint, uh, they have kind of color sprayers, and you get dumped with colors. So by the time you're done with the 5K, uh, you've gone through a couple different color stations. You're filled with all kinds of colors on you, so a lot of people wear white so that their shirts are kind of tie-dye afterwards. Uh, and it's just a fun festival. There's a DJ that gets everyone pumped up beforehand, uh, and there's kind of a whole festival to it. Uh, and so it's just a great opportunity for everyone to really uh, get the day started on Sunday. Uh, and it starts at the Voinovich by Centennial Park, uh, which is right down uh, by the water and the Rock Hall. It, it wraps around to uh, First Energy Stadium, comes right by the convention center. So it'll go right through uh, Playball Park, and then it's going to wrap around to Playhouse Square uh, and go right by Progressive Field and then end in Public Square. So uh, you really get to see all of downtown Cleveland in this 5K. Um, you'll get to run by a lot of cool landmarks and uh, along the way get sprayed with colors. So uh, you can still register if you head to allstartgame.com. There is a 5K color run tab, and you can still register for the event. Like you said, it is Sunday, July 7th, and it starts at 8 a.m. And that kicks off all of Sunday, which is going to be a super fun day just around Cleveland. Uh, you have the celebrity softball game that starts mid-afternoon that day. That's followed by the seven-inning futures game. Uh, and then that's all uh, capped off with our very own uh, fireworks show, Rock and Blast All-Star Game Edition, um, which will be really cool for kind of the rest of the world and country to see. We know it here in Cleveland so well, uh, but not many other folks from outside of Cleveland know what Rock and Blast is. So Sunday is going to be a day full of fun events, and there are still tickets available uh, for 
Sunday's fun at the ballpark. So once again, if you head to All-Star Game.com, you can get Sunday single tickets that include all of that. You mentioned celebrity softball game, Cleveland against the world. And who are yeah. some of the – I know they released a lot of the names the other day. Um, who's coming to be a part of it? What do we have? Yeah. Yeah, so we have uh, some good Cleveland entertainment uh, for that, and uh, I really do think the Cleveland team is a little bit loaded uh, compared to the world team. They haven't set the official rosters yet, but some of the Cleveland names that people can get excited about, uh, J.R. Smith, uh, and then, of course, uh, Jim Tomey will be leading the way on the Cleveland side, and he'll be joined by Kenny Lofton and Carlos Baerga. So basically our, all, our entire uh, 90s team there, uh, Rosie is going to take on the rest of the world in a softball game. So we'll really see how that uh, plays out. But Drew Carey's name is mentioned. He has some good Cleveland ties. Um, Travis Kelsey, uh, as well as uh, Stipe, who is the MMA fire, fighter, and uh, Mike the Miz, uh, and I can't say his last name, which is why people call him the Miz. He's the WWE superstar. and he's He's been around the team a couple times, thrown out a first pitch for us. So um, it should be fun, and I should I should mention the Miz was actually the celebrity softball MVP last year in Washington D.C. So he has represented Cleveland very well before in that game. Nice acquisition for the Cleveland team against the world. Tommy too. I mean, how how are they going to get him out for serious? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I really don't know. And and they say that Napoli and Hafner are also going to be there. So if all five of them are on the Cleveland team, and that's your first five in the uh, lineup there. Uh, we may see some uh, may see some balls possibly leave uh, actual progressive field in that game. They usually bring the fences in, but it would not shock me if someone actually put a softball out um, over uh, the left field wall there. Anyone from the world team remotely close to as talented as as the potential of the Cleveland team? Uh, Ryan Howard is the is oh. the only name mentioned that would uh, I would say rival in talent. Um, Scott Rakowski uh, is going to be there. He's best known for doing the uh, trivia show uh, on social media. You got Dr. Oz, who I'm not really sure uh, what his softball talents are. You got uh, Simone Biles, who I would say is probably the most athletic out of anyone who is going to be on the floor in the softball field that day. So uh, there are some great names, a whole cast of characters, and, and I know they're not done announcing names. So. I think next week they're really looking to actually name both rosters. Well, it should be a a, a great Sunday for sure. And uh, on Tuesday, the day of the game, I'm not sure. If, I mean, I guess there's regular office hours for the folks who work downtown. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, for them, though, you know, say you're working downtown on Tuesday, the day of the game. Early in the day, the, the All-Star Parade will take place. And, and what's the route and, and what can people see as the parade route goes by? Uh, in different parts of downtown Cleveland. So what's really cool about the parade this year, and it's something they're bringing back, and they're kind of combining what they've done in years past, which is what they're doing with a lot of the All-Star events this year. They're taking ideas they've used in different cities. Everything's really coming together as one, um, which is great that they're, they're doing it all in Cleveland, and that goes for the parade as well. So the uh, red carpet show and the parade presented by Chevy this year um, we'll weave through downtown. It's going to start at Playball Park at the convention, and it's going to head down Lakeside, and they're going to take a right on East 9th, um, and it's going to come right to the ballpark. And when they get to the ballpark, the players will be in back of Chevy, um, so they'll come down East 9th and Lakeside. When they get to the ballpark, they'll get out there by the center field, right field gate right there, and then they will come through kind of a red carpet show um, where they'll stop and take pictures and do interviews and all that. That leads right into the, to the ballpark. So 
Uh, what's great about this event, it starts at 1230 on Tuesday, like you mentioned. It's going to go right through downtown Cleveland, and it's completely free and open to the public. So anyone can really um, get close and personal and witness the All-Stars uh, that are going to play that night uh, at Progressive Field. Uh, and that's the great thing about really all of All-Star Week is that it is so accessible to everyone here in Cleveland. You don't have to necessarily have a ticket to home run derby or to the game on Tuesday. You can come down to Play Ballpark. There's a free portion that's open to the public that's outside. You can pay, you know, I think on Friday there's a $5 Friday code that's going to be released. And there's so many great deals to get you inside the convention center to see everything that's happening on the inside portion. Uh, but you're not going to pay more than $25 to be able to go and meet Hall of Famers and get autographs and ride a zip line. So there's so much more than just the home run derby in the game that people can come experience. And that includes stuff like the color run, like the parade that's going to go on Tuesday downtown. So, um, you know, I think the big message to everyone that is in Cleveland is make sure to come experience it. Don't be afraid to come downtown um, and see all the fun stuff that's going on. Well, Austin, I know it's been a, a, a fun run-up to the All-Star Week. The All-Star Week should be tremendous. The game is Tuesday night. Uh, you okay if I swing by about uh, 6.30 in the morning on Wednesday? We'll go work out and, and get ready for the, the homestand coming up. Hey, I, I I think we should do a whole show Wednesday morning <laughs> at 6.30 a.m. if that's okay with you. I'll probably still be up from the night before running on a bunch of caffeine, so I'll be rearing to go at 6.30 that next day. So you know, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Maybe I'll let you sleep in. How's that? <laughs> You know, whatever you need, Rosie, I'm here for you. <laughs> well, listen, thanks for coming by. It, uh, it should be a fun, uh, just a tremendous week of, of uh, fun baseball stuff in, in Cleveland. And um, I know a lot of people working hard at it. And I appreciate your time today. Thanks. Hi, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Go try. Let's finish out the first half strong and uh, celebrate baseball with the All-Star Week. That's Indians Manager of Public Relations, Austin Contrulis, filling us in on some of the great events coming up this week. Cannot wait to get back home to Cleveland and uh, be a part of all the all-star activity. That's going to do it for us. For Tribe Talk, we'll join you next week from Cincinnati. Until then, for Brian Matze, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you, you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by... Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance.